Okay, hey, 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 how are you? Good morning from wherever you're listening to this podcast and whenever you are listening to the podcast. It is the 20th day of the month of October, the year of our Lord 2020. Brilliant Tuesday morning right here in Benin City, South South Nigeria and somewhere in West Africa. What's my name? My name is Mr. K, but folks call me the Ku K, and this is a delight for me to come your way on this podcast. Record that over the past 10 days in Nigeria, there's been major protests going on and demonstrations across all sections or all geographical locations that are truly part and parcel of the Nigerian nation. An easy way of saying that is to say a nationwide demonstration and of course protest against police brutality. Uh, the protest actually started with AND SARS. In case you have no idea what SARS is, it's a group that has been proscribed or a unit that has been proscribed by the federal government of Nigeria and rightly so if you consider how much eels were bedeviling, bedeviling the officers who were on that detail. Their job description was simply take care of armed robberies and kidnappings and what have you and that is why SARS is an acronym of special anti-robbery squad a team put together by the Nigerian uh, police force uh, was conceived actually to help to create a presence of a strike force that can actually lash out when issues like kidnappings and armed robberies are happening that's basically what SARS was uh, meant to do but apparently they didn't do all of that they thought they were a bunch of um, traffic police officers but that's done and dusted now but right after the inspector general of police announced the the suspension or the cessation of of um, you know illegal checkpoints across the streets and um, roads and major roads and highways in Nigeria, SARS, we are not supposed to make any appearance in any of such occasions. But apparently they did, and that is how the nation got where we are today. Today, as I speak to you, there is a massive demonstration basically anywhere you turn in this country right now. However, the federal government did something about it, so they eventually proscribed SARS and informed the the population when i say population anyone who is in nigeria it doesn't matter whether you are a foreigner or a tourist or whatever okay it's for everyone you know they said swat is now the way to go apparently that has also been busted by the lords yesterday the 19th of october 2020 things took a turn for the worse right here in benin city edo state capital when protesters we are all and about doing the way they have been doing it over the past one week and a couple of days they've been largely peaceful while at it uh, if there were skirmishes they were if there were skirmishes they must have been you know in the isolated case and it wasn't really something to worry about basically okay at some point in time some thugs came through tried to attack or intimidate the protesters, the NSARS now protesters, those were the few skirmishes that um, happened, apart from some other incidents that took place 
in other parts of the country so it has been largely 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 peaceful well organized up until yesterday yesterday the 19th of october people turned out in their numbers those who are the protesters apparently some fifth columnists also joined in i mean how else could you explain that a bunch of youngsters who have been at the protesting and demonstration centers all across the country how can they suddenly decide that it was time to go tear down the gates of the correctional institutions in Edo State, in Benin City rather. Now in Benin City we have two correctional facilities here. There's one at the Sapler Road, very close to the court premises, uh, not so far, you know, about adjacent to the court premises and of course they're uh, not too far from Central Hospital, which is actually just in the same neighborhood. Some persons went there, supposedly the demonstrators went there, tore open the gates of the of the prison yard. Let me just call it what we used to call it. They tore open the gates of the prison yard and um, let the convicts loose. That became pretty much a major issue. Uh, there are incidents of reports that um, some military officers turned up at the scene you know with guns and actually firing uh, ammunitions but cannot actually be independently confirmed whether they were actually using live ammunitions or plastic bullets or whatever but apparently that was a chaotic situation now over everywhere in Benin City the protest was ongoing but I can assure you in other parts of the city it was still pretty much very peaceful just a band of youths here and there blocking uh, you know driveways and blocking detours and all the roads you find in the suburbs of Benin City however the big news came the two correctional facilities in Edo State in Benin City rather have been breached by some allegedly protesters or hoodlums hijacking the spirit of the protest that have been going and the spirit of the protest and demonstrations that have been going on all over the week and a few more days to it when the news came that it was likely that some fifth columnists have gone to breach the security and of course at the correctional facilities letting the convicts out run loose that became something of a great concern to the Edo state government if you consider that the protest has been going on and there has not been any uh, way and manner that the state government has tried to intervene, you know, you know pretty negatively or, or skew to one side or the other in the narrative. However, there is no way a responsible government will not act when a situation has resu resulted to breaching the prison walls and letting loose the convicts these are persons according to our law we are not supposed to be with us in the general population so the government had no other option but to actually declare a 24-hour curfew now yesterday the curfew was to start at 24 hours i mean the curfew was supposed to start at 4 p.m and of course it was expected to be an indefinite uh, two four uh, 24 hour uh, you know curfew all over Benin City and the suburbs. 
Now, that would not be a bad idea if you're ready to think about it from the point of view, which is that lives and security, lives and property, they do matter. And if a situation that is going to result in plunging people into further depression, uh, you know, having to count their losses and so on and so forth, it became absolutely imperative to understand that the state government meant well when that decision was made. But whether the protests or demonstrations have stopped on the basis of that, and of course, whether or not there was actually a curfew, as we speak, Benin City is like business as usual. The vehicles are out there on the roads. Everyone is driving around like freely. No one is stopping them. No sign of any authority around to ensure compliance. So pretty much so, people are just going about their normal duties. Some stores are open. Some hawkers are hawking the stuff they sell. What's more, the shuttle tricycles that we call Kekena Peb are in business as we speak. In other words, they are running like they have always done every single day since they got into the business. So you would not believe that there is a curfew in this town the way the town is looking today the 20th of October, the year of our Lord, 2020. Yesterday, when, you know, we gathered that the bonfires were being set up at junctions, at areas that used to be very busy areas, you know, we decided, let's go take a look at what's going on in town. However, on our way to the town, we're still in the suburb of Benin, when we ran into the first roadblock and of course bonfires with a band of youths apparently having fun like pop like partying <laughs> old school style you know some folks were actually uh, cooking their yam you know roasting them like we do in the rural areas uh, in my part of uh, those states you know we love roasted yam so these lads we are roasting yams and there was a lot of liquor around to throw around to share and everybody they were in, in a certain kind of mood that you wouldn't actually you, you know be able to imagine that um, these youths were actually uh, fighting a grievance or something well uh, be that as it may you, you know but one of the big features about uh, the protest in Benin City since the NSARS campaign demonstration and protest started has been the fact that the protesters did not assemble in one place. They did not carry out their business in one place. It was pretty much everywhere you went to, everywhere you found yourself, you will see protesters here and there, everywhere. Now, some persons who are pretty much aware of what has been done in some other cities in the country since this protest and demonstrations started, they started to wonder what kind of uh, situation is this it doesn't look like there is coordination in the way they were running themselves in Benin against the backdrop of the fact that you had protesters anyway guys just telling each other come on let's set up a roadblock here that was the situation then they add that up with some barricades and uh, of course they do a bonfire you know to accompany the situation lots of liquor flowing around and at the end of the day you know i recall the person that raised this alarm 
came to the conclusion that because this thing is going the way it is going, it is going to lead to some sort of trouble because there will be no coordination, no control. Now, apparently, that's exactly what culminated into the unfortunate incident yesterday. And it is also the report that two people died you know, during the protest, the, the, the out of control driving that was going on in major streets of the city. There was one case where a vehicle ran over a certain uh, young man. There was also another incident where uh, we're told a child had been killed, you know, by some of these vehicles being driven by youths who were high, obviously high on some narcotic beverages. However, the big question we asked when we saw the first roadblock and bonfires, now the youth was simply in a certain kind of mood. And, you know, I just needed to find out what exactly is the reason, what exactly is the reason for what you guys are doing here today. You know, this was at the first roadblock and the bonfires um, that we ran into while trying to move around and see uh, how much of um, the protests or demonstrations we could capture for you uh, the dear listener to my podcast thinking out loud on mr k24 radio all right thinking out loud on mr k24 radio that's the channel that's where you are right now in case you want to see my video channel you head on straight to the youtube type on the search Mr. K24 Radio, MR for Mr., KAY for K, 24 for 24, and of course, radio, Mr. K24 Radio. All right, let's, let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. Okay. Thank you so very much for listening to the insert we brought you. Um, it was actually taken under a circumstance where the digital voice recorder was not, um, uh, you know, in top form at the time. We had done a few more recordings in town for other purposes before we actually came across um, the events where we did a couple of um, short interviews like we did. and. Um, we were only able to bring you the particular one you heard because it sounded a bit better than the other one that we would have played. I'd like to say thank you so much for your understanding. Thinking out loud on Mr. K24 Radio. In case you have seen my podcast on YouTube, you know, maybe somebody sent it to you or something. Please, as you play what has been sent to you, do not forget to subscribe.
just go to the search on YouTube and type Mr. K24 Radio and I can assure you all the um, all the videos we have done, various issues we have put on the highlight on the show will be right there for you to make a choice. So pick one and pretty much see it uh, after seeing it. In case you didn't subscribe before you started, so subscribe, hit the subscribe button and then the notification bell. It is absolutely free for you to do that, okay? You don't pay for it in any way, form or shape, okay? So your subscription is just like what I would call an acknowledgement of my channel and coming from you with love. Once again, my name is Mr. K, folks call me the cool K. We are still looking around. We're playing by the eyes and playing by the ear. We are hoping that um, tomorrow, which will be the 21st of October 2020, we hope the day will turn out a bit more peaceful than what we have seen today. Today, actually, was supposed to be day two of the 24-hour curfew imposed by the Adosta government in Edo State. Unfortunately, if you came out of Benin City today, you would have discovered it was due there was no curfew in place anywhere all over the city. Taxi cabs were working, uh, you know, shuttle tricycles were working, the commercial commuter buses were working. People were all over the place, you know, people went to have a drink somewhere. You could have done anything at all you could do within a day today in a city where there is a 24-hour curfew it makes me wonder what exactly has happened to the average nigerian and the government of political leaders of our country nobody is ready to obey very simple instructions anymore now i'm thinking that that day may come well i don't know when it is going to be that day may come when you will use the word curfew and folks are going to ask you what exactly is that <laughs> it's horrible isn't it so once again i want to say thank you thank you so very much if you are living in benin city just know that the curfew is still in place please try as much as possible not to join and violating it okay it was put in place or imposed by the state government because it is the responsible thing to do once again thanks a whole lot i appreciate your company you know what? I'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I'm out of here.